Hey, Night Owls. Welcome to mini episode for June. <laughs> this is Isn't It Past Your Bedtime? And I'm Rachel. I'm Krista. I never know how to introduce a mini episode because like we record these at the same time. So I don't know which one's going to go first. So I don't want to be like, this is the first episode because I don't want you to have to go listen to them. To I'll, find I'll out listen to the beginning. I'll remember. Sometimes okay. I take a note. Sometimes so, I probably put these up backwards. So my, my bad guys. I mean, I do my best with the Instagram. <laughs> you do your best with the, the audio. Your job's probably harder. I'm not going to lie. We can trade so. someday. I, you know, maybe not. <laughs> I'm going to throw it out in the universe. Sounds like a whole new skill I'd have to learn. And I, that's. Uh, All right. Fair, fair. We can talk about it. We can talk about it. Okay. We'll explore some options. Okay. Anyways, uh, for mini episodes, we just pick short stories, right? Right. Mini episodes, mini books. Perfect. Mm-hmm. I love it. There are so many short story options out there. Like there's collections of short stories. There's individual short stories. There's like audio short novels. Mm-hmm. And it's like, just like, how do you. So many pick? like random like novellas that are also like a, but it's like a novella of a series so it's like well do i need the series can i just read the novella what's going on they're like companion books mm-hmm. yeah i have like some companion books but i've never read the series and so it's like why do i have the companion it's a whole thing <laughs> um so yeah this is a pretty broad topic for us um i went with true short stories um Ooh. because mm-hmm. when you have amazon prime you get the kindle free unlimited stuff and mm-hmm. then you get that like free book every month yeah the free reads or whatever Yep. So that's where I got my book because it was like, here's a short story this month. And I was like, oh my, look at How this. How perfect. Beautiful. Um, yeah, I got it a couple months ago. I think you mentioned that you were going to get it too. Um, I almost got that one and I switched. Well, you'll hear all about it now. <laughs> so the short story that I picked was My Evil Mother by Margaret Atwood. Obviously I picked it because it's by Margaret Atwood and only 73 pages. Yeah. So, you know, that's two wins it's like right a there. win. Yeah, I know. I was pretty excited about it. I actually read it once and then listened to it once because when you get it with the, um, at least this particular one, I don't know if it applies to all of them, but it gave me the audio download too with my free book download. Oh, nice. I don't know that's all of them. I don't think that happens. I don't think that happens with all of them because it didn't happen to the one I got for this month. Maybe it's because it was a short story. And so they were like, hey, to make Mm. up for the fact that you're picking it on a short story versus like a long book, so we'll make it a deal. I wonder if that's Yeah. That might be it. But um, so I read it like a week ago, but we didn't record yet. So I figured hmm, I'll do a refresh and see how the audiobook is today. So I can attest that both of them are good. I think I enjoyed reading it more. Okay. Actually. Um, I'm trying to decide like how to, how to explain why it's mm-hmm. uh, I think it's the way that they describe things. Like when I read it, it feels more like visceral to me or like when they like just describe it to me, I feel like it's a little different of an experience. Mm, yeah, like when you're a reader sense. versus listening to it. Like, I think the descriptions have more of an impact, like when you're reading it, at least to me, like, Agreed. obviously it still paints a picture as an audiobook. It's the same words. It's just like the way that my brain pictures things mm-hmm. is different. So yeah, I've noticed that too. For me. Um, nothing against either of them. The audio narrator was really great. So like, if you want, if you're interested in this book, you could do it either way. No, no arguments, but uh, so obviously my evil mother being a short story is very short. There's not really like a, like a peak or like a twist <laughs> or anything like that. So uh, if you are particularly interested in it after I like kind of give you the gist of it and you don't want to listen anymore, I totally understand because you want to know what happens, but I'm going to pretty much tell you everything. So what happens in this book is it's essentially a story of how as you, so the main character is like a 15 year old girl at the beginning with her mother, her mother's a single mom. And I don't remember what year it says. I want to say it's like the fifties though. So it's like pretty unusual for there to be a single mom in a neighborhood. And as you can imagine, people don't 
respect her necessarily like people to talk about her being a witch and like her being a weirdo and so like as a 15 year old you kind of buy into it but the general gist of the story before i go into any specifics in case you are actually interested in reading it um is that like the mother tells her younger daughter like what seem like tall tales um she like makes up stories and like she has like a mysterious income and like the women of the town come to the mom but don't really like her because they need like special tea and there's feels very much like she's a witch (laughs) it's practical magic yeah i was thinking like it's basically practical magic especially because like this is on the heels of me doing practical magic or uh rules of magic like i literally felt like that like it's very much how like this woman so she talks about her being a witch like the mom is just basically just like oh yeah, like I can see things like she reads tarot cards and she um, encourages her daughter to stop dating a guy because she's like, oh, well, the universe doesn't like him. It's not me who doesn't like him. It's the universe. But like, really, is it the universe or is the mom trying to like convey to her daughter that there are red flags? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, so the whole, whole time, you're not really sure, like, is this actually a story of a mom who's a witch or is it a story of a woman who at 15 doesn't understand her mother or the societal stigmas that come with being a single parent in that time and especially a single woman like like kids would make fun of her when she was a kid and say that like her mom had just like a fling and like that's like a big deal in the 50s like that your mother didn't know your father or whatever I mean like, I think that's even like now like, kids still get made fun of for that they shouldn't I think it's obviously. less for sure less, but in yeah, the but 50s kids... it was like the biggest yes. sin to commit. oh yeah and also of course like parents are gonna say it too and it's everyone's gonna believe it is terrible Right. So like the mom, like this girl, as she grows up, like her mom has always kind of done weird things. Her dad's not around, obviously. And her mother has told her that like the garden gnome in the front of the house is the father. And so like sometimes <laughs> she'll like go ask your father and she'll like go ask him and be like, mom won't give me ice cream. Can I have ice cream? And she'll be like, dad said yes. And like her mom would give her <laughs> ice cream. Like I like you look back and it's kind of cute. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And like as the character ages, because you kind of go from the main character, you actually don't get any names. If there are any, I did not catch them in both of my listen watch throughs. Yeah. Um, I I don't think there's anyone's names, like literally nobody. Um, so basically, like the main character says 15-year-old girl at the beginning and her mother. And then as you age, it goes to the end where the main character is grown and she's talking to her 15-year-old daughter. So as this main character ages, you kind of see that she like you know, she doesn't trust her mom because she's like, she's just crazy. You know, like she does all these weird things. And like, she had a boyfriend over one time that she like saved his pie crust that was uneaten and used that to read his tarot cards because it was like a connection to the universe. (laughs) And like, she says that her gym teacher is somebody that she's been in um, battle with for centuries. And then at night they like fight in the skies, but like, honestly, like you can kind of see how her mom saying that like, oh, like your gym teacher's after you. So like she makes her daughter do these weird things like burn the hair in her hairbrush because like what if somebody gets a hold of it or whatever? And like I can kind of see the like if her mom is just lying and exaggerating situations to like outline danger where she's just like it could be anybody like anybody that you know that seems innocuous could be dangerous. Do you know what I mean? Like I can kind of see how those lessons are kind of baked into like the mom's insanity a little bit yeah. like it's hard to tell if the mom believes what she's saying and she is a little crazy or she is a witch like you really just don't know um it does go all the way through the mom dying so that's a trigger for you definitely be aware of that but you can kind of see that I mean it's pretty obvious considering the way that the story progresses honestly 
um, like the main character gets to connect with like her father and she gets to find out things about her mom that like, oh, I didn't understand that. Like growing up, I just thought that, you know, she was eccentric or that she was lying to me about certain things. Um, in particular, there's this like Angora sweater. So it's like a fluffy, it's like rabbit fur, like lined sweater that she got for her 15th birthday. And like, she wanted it when she saw it in the catalog. And so she always said that like wishes came true around, like if they were said or thought around her mom and like you find out in the future, her mom told her dad, she wanted the sweater. And so he bought her the sweater, but the mom just never said that. Like, oh. didn't tell her that it was from the dad, mm-hmm. but her mom was like, I didn't buy the sweater. And she's just like, you're just lying to me. So like, it's all about kind of perception. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like that's something that like I've dealt with, with my own parents. It's like, as you grow up, you kind of realize that there's just like people too, yeah. just trying to figure <laughs> it out. Nobody freaking knows. Yeah. So, um, I really felt like that was the whole point of the story because like, even through her mom's death, the mom kind of insisted that like the stories that she's told her are true because she, she asked her, she's just like, why? Like, why did you tell me these things? Like, why is all that? And she was just like, you know, I wanted you to feel safe. Like I wanted you to feel like there was somebody in control, like of like your safety and things just weren't random. And she's like, okay, well, I really appreciate you making up those stories to like illustrate that to me. I did feel safe. Like that was her mom's whole goal. Cause like, she felt like her mom was protecting her. Like mm-hmm. no matter how she had a hand in the universe or whatever, like she felt protected. And so when she thanks her mom for like making up those stories and she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. So you don't really know. Like, yeah, you never know. At a certain sure. point, like, does the mom believe it? Like, she's been a single woman living in this house for a really long time. Like, maybe at a certain point, she starts to believe her own stories, especially as you age. Like, you really don't know. And then the main character, like, I love it. Like, she's talking to her own 15-year-old daughter who, like, wants to go out on a run with a boy at night that she doesn't know very well. And she's just like, no, it's dangerous. And so she basically gives her a line about, like, well, your grandmother was a witch and you could be a witch, and which means that you could see things at night that other people can't see and you can see the danger. So until you know how to like control your powers and like manage the world, you have to be safe. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's just like a really interesting way that like basically one generation to the next kind of passed on like lessons about like being safe, and like being aware of the people around you and like protecting yourself a little bit, but like in a way that was a little weird. Like they talk about like pointing a lot where it was like illegal to point. It was literally illegal to point at one point, like during okay. the Salem witch trials, that's like, you're cursing somebody. And oh. so like her mom would say that like, she was mad at her neighbor. So she would like point at their willow tree to like make it die. Like, and so, so like that comes up a lot. I don't know. Overall, I felt like it was a really cute, like mother daughter, like kind of generational growth story. Cause it's totally like a coming up, like you see things differently as you age, like your perspective changes and you get more information. So I would say five out of five for a short story, especially cause I awesome. did go through it twice. Like mm-hmm. yeah. I thought it was good enough. It was interesting to not have any character names though. But yeah. I guess when it's 73 pages, it's not really relevant. Yeah. Also, like, you didn't really need them. You knew who all the people were. So it didn't really yeah. matter. Yeah. So it was great. There's some parallels, actually, between your story and the one that I'm going to cover later. Really? So that'll be interesting to talk about. I'm excited about that. Yeah. Um, social medias while we're here is Instagram, Instant Pastor Bedtime, Twitter, IIPYB underscore pod, TikTok, Instant Pastor Bedtime. I should just start saying those in a different order. I mean, yeah, but then you'll like accidentally do one twice. It'll be a whole thing. Yeah. (laughs) Um, You can also check out our website, isn't it pastorbedtime.com to see what's coming up next and what's in the archive. I will tack on to this episode though, that we have some changes coming for the next few months. Um, So we'll talk about that at the beginning of the next full episode. Yes. So 
hang tight everyone and we'll talk at all y'all later bye everyone bye